You diseased maniac. Do you really think you could hide it from me by encasing it in lead? I'll mold this box into your prison bars. Don't touch that. I told you. It's kryptonite, Superman. Little souvenir for the old hometown. I've spared no expense to make you feel right at home. You were great in your day, Superman. But it just stands to reason. When it came time to cash in your chips, this old diseased maniac would be your banker. Mind over muscle. Welcome back to the Comic Book Bullies. For there's a new bully, my host Leroy, aka Felix Flamethrower, uh, with my co-host. Uh, yeah, this is Eli, aka Baby Yoda Nuts. There you go. <laughs> and we're back with another episode. And uh, Eli, like I said, this week was a little bit easier. Like I said, still recovering from COVID. Well, I'm over COVID now. But when I was trying to get out in the sun, because obviously, you know, I need that. You know, uh, when you I got was sun walking, down there. We do. It's actually like pretty good down here. Now, if you go further down, like the uh Atlanta, you know, East Coast, yeah, it's snowing down there. But here, oh yeah, people walking around in shorts and stuff, flip flops. Yeah, we're good. So walked outside, uh, hit a hit a tree limb, whatever like that, poke poke me in my eye. So I my birthday, <laughs> yeah, my birthday was yesterday. People oh yeah, happy up. birthday. Did you go to the happy bar? birthday? Uh not in Jackson? No, not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't want to get caught in the parking lot and go, oh, he's got money. I saw him make it rain. Nope, not going to be me. <laughs> so, nah, so I didn't do anything because I got poked in the eye. I swole up, bloodshot, stuff like that. So I just stayed inside, maybe like drunk a beer, and I was good. And that was it. Uh, but, yeah, just having like the worst luck, man. It's just like, I don't know, uh, what you call it, Murphy's Law? It was called Murphy's Law, I think mm-hmm. they call it in the school. Uh, but anyway, let's get right to this podcast because we got a bunch of stuff. So we're going to just jump into it. First thing we want to say that this podcast is not uh sponsored by i don't even know what this is little caesars i think oh that's right yeah it's yeah what, what, pizza. yeah what, what what are we looking at eli i don't know what this is it's supposed to be a batman or a bat symbol pizza hey okay. jake what's up what, what's going on jake uh is that what it is i, I don't know it's what supposed time. to be a batman shaped pizza or bat symbol pizza okay i guess so people aren't pissed off because people get pissed off by everything but nobody's pissed off about this uh it's fucking pizza who's pissed off at pizza i'm just saying people get pissed <laughs> off at everything you heard about the green m&m thing right i heard something yeah 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 something. i'm gonna just talk about that briefly uh, basically the green m&m you know they re- they did a redesign you know she had yeah. like the kinky boots on you know and the extra lipstick so they had to, they redesigned to make her more unisex you know so she has sneakers now who complained about that i don't know that's the world we live in it just it's a stupid world so yeah. I, honestly, I don't even know why people are getting pissed off about it. If they want to redesign it, 
let them redesign it. If it's kinky, not kinky, whatever. Let them do whatever they want to. But at the same time, people getting so upset about everything nowadays. It's only a matter of time before they take the veins out of the snicker bar. You know, because so they, they say made, this. They made it less sex. So was it sexy to begin with? I guess so. People were jerking into the green M&Ms and stuff. I don't know. I don't know what the hell they were doing. Uh, but yeah, they made it less sexy. Yeah, it's M&Ms, man. Like, but, yeah, well, they, you can still you can still jerk it to the old pictures. You know what I mean? I mean, you got to work harder, though. You know, you, know, you got to use more of your imagination. I mean, yeah, I, I still rub it to Christy Canyon from the 80s. I mean, she's <laughs> but that's, cool. yeah, Is she wearing a green M&M outfit? Or, I mean, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying that you can go back to that. That picture still exists. You know? I, I get but I mean, maybe they'll maybe they'll delete it. It's the internet. You can delete anything. Yeah. It's to pretend like it doesn't exist. Like, what's that, that, that mouse graphic that. novel? Just go back, watch this podcast, screenshot that shit, and there you go. Make sure our faces aren't in there. I mean, <laughs> do whatever you want to do, but I don't want to be a part of that and you and your green Eminem fetish, you know? I mean, pay me if you, you can to me, but you got to, you know, I want something <laughs> out of it, you know? Oh, you know, man. No na-na without the da-la. No. Uh, we, we love our <laughs> listeners, but if you do that, you want some weird shit. Just like, you got <laughs> to pay for this. You got to pay for this good thing. <laughs> <laughs> and Comic Book Bully's OnlyFans just got started. <laughs> All right, but let's jump into it. Like I said, people want to jump into it. They want to see because Eli, I got it. I, it's it's on the it's on the name of this episode. People want to hear about Boba Fett. They want to hear about Boba Fett. So I want to hear what ah. you got to say about it. Yeah. So we're just gonna go into it. I know you got notes. I know you got a PowerPoint presentation. I don't have notes. I don't no, have notes. No notes. No PowerPoint. You're yeah, just gonna freestyle. It's too bad. It's too bad. You should have heard me and Anthony. Uh, we went. We talked at long lengths the other night about the episode. Oh, it, was all, okay. it was almost like a, a it was almost like a geek savs episode only we didn't record it okay um, well was the yeah. volume at level or were y'all shouting again and oh no we were no we were pretty much you know discussing theorizing you know we're we're both hardcore fans of the shit and we were you know just discussing it and, I, and it's like pretty much what i've been saying i mean like I, I dig the show i just wish it was paced better you know the plot you know the, the you know it was the story was told at, at a better pace that's my that's my thing you know um yeah that, you know and I've, I've been saying that uh from the you know when i first the first couple episodes okay cool you know i was really into it but now we're in we got episode five two episodes left and we're still waiting for shit to happen i'm you know okay and then this of course this last episode wasn't even a Boba Fett episode. It was like, you know, it was a whole straight up Mando episode. So, right. <laughs> um, and it was cool. I loved it. It was dope, but that was a Mandalorian episode, you know? Um, I think like they wasted a Boba, they could have, you know, they wasted an episode telling another story about another character while yeah, not developing. His whole, yeah, yeah. His whole thing. Yeah. I mean, cause yeah. think about it. If you, if we go through this whole Boba Fett uh, thing, if you take out that Mando episode, what are you missing? Because we already knew he was going yeah. to get uh Mando at the end of the last episode when we heard the music coming. So we already knew he was going to be in it. Yeah. Yeah. Um and yeah, it's just like I'm 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 it's it's more plot wise. It's it's how the story's being told and how it's unfolded. I feel like they're focusing on things, you know, um that don't really matter, that don't have any payoff, uh, you know. Um, you know, for I don't know. It's like there, there's fan service, but then all of a sudden, and I don't mind fan service, but also like give me a cool story, 
you know, that, that's my main thing, you know, from a storytelling standpoint, the drama, the pacing, I feel it's a little lackluster, you know, um, being, being such a fan of the show or being a fan of this character, you know, since I was a kid, which apparently these days, if you're, if you like something since you were a kid, that's a character flaw, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but no, I, uh, I, um, you know, I just wish, you know, I, I, I want, you know, I want that world to be fleshed out. I want to know about these newer characters, you know, like the reason why the, you know, we got to see this Mando episode and how great it is, is because we've had two scenes as a Mando. You know what I'm saying? We know those characters. We know that world. And that, that one episode expanded that mythology way more. That, that, that episode moved the Mandalorian show forward in like, right. Yeah. More <laughs> stuff happened in that one episode yeah, <laughs> of that show and those characters than five episodes of this show. Right. You know, it's like it's almost like they don't give a shit about Boba Fett, you know. <laughs> Nobody does, you know, <laughs> except the few who do and are I mean, it, it's funny you say that cuz I forgot it was a Boba Fett episode. Like yeah. I was watching it completely forgot we was what until Phoenix showed up at the end. I was like, "Oh yeah. This is it." Yeah. And then that crappy theme song at the end cuz it's not like cool like the Mandalorian theme song. So I'm like, "Oh yeah, this is the Boba Fett show." I forgot, you know. Yeah. Well, it's like when you saw you know, when I was watching it, when you saw him, you know, the silhouette of the Mando armor, and I was like, okay, here we go, Fett. Fett's going to whoop us. Oh, it's Mando. Okay. <laughs> you, no, I, I knew immediately when Mando came in, there was, even the silhouette, I knew it was Mando. Yeah. Main I, thing, I was, because you can tell it was a guy not in his 60s walking. So I was like, okay, yeah, whoever this is, badass, because you can tell Bubba Fett is getting up in the well, age. That's the thing. He, I mean, Mando is acting the way Boba Fett used to be you know what i'm saying right boba fett used to be the silent doesn't talk, doesn't say much shit he never said much shit and just right. kind of kicked ass you know um and that's kind of how he was for <clears throat> you know all these decades and then the mandalorian kind of just took over that role and i get it they're trying okay the mandalorian's the new guy and he's the badass and they're trying to establish this new you know but but eli this, isn't that what you're saying boba fett, right you know, but I'm saying, isn't that what, is, what? Right, but I'm saying, isn't that what you were expecting? What you always complained about Star Wars to do? Stop using nostalgia. Stop using old characters. Move on to new characters. Isn't Boba Fett an old character? Isn't Mandalorian a new character? And yeah. they're focusing more on the new character than the old character. I mean, that's what you've been wanting yeah. Star Wars to do. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But this is the Bo but this is the Boba Fett show. I mean, I love the Mandalorian. Yeah. It is all doing all that shit. But now we got the Boba Fett, and let's do that with Boba Fett now. And they are, you know, he's, you know, having an epiphany in his life. He's, you know, he's, uh, you know, you know, you know, we are seeing more, they're expanding on his character in ways we've never seen. And I'm all cool with that. It's just the way the story is being told. Like, I have no problem with the story. It's just the way it's being told, you know? Um, I mean, just, they're just like focusing on shit. You know, did we really need to see Fennec being repaired? Not really. You know, we, we already knew that from the Mando. You know, what up, uh, dude? Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say Thailand. Is that Bane? That's Bane. Bane. Bane? Merc him. All right. <laughs> I don't know, I'm just cool. making it. Yeah. Well, thanks for listening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, they're just focusing on shit. Like, you know, like Boba Fett chasing the, the little robot like it's Tom and Jerry. You know what I mean? Like, let's see these other characters. Let's see those street kids. You know, let on the mopeds. Let's see do, that. Do we like, really want to see the street kids? 
yeah, let let's let's see them. Let's they they work for them now. Let's see. Let's have an episode of them going around Mas Espa, shutting down and open up shop. You know, smacking motherfuckers up. Hey, this is Fetz Town now, motherfuckers. You know, I I, I get I get what you're saying. <laughs> you know, you I'd either rather get down see or lay down. I'd and rather you see lay the Mandalorian. Down, you stay down. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying I'd rather see the Mandalorian do this stuff than watching the kids do this stuff. Just me, me personally. You know. Yeah, but that's what, what that's the Mandalorian. I mean, that you know, the Mandalorian has a show. We've had two seasons of that. You know, we haven't built up the Boba Fett lore yet. You know, we just keep they just keep throwing seeds up. You know, and not there really no payoff. Like the whole Black Cranston thing. You know. Yeah. Like that random. You know, don't get me wrong. It was cool seeing him beat the shit out of Trandoshans. You know, in the bar. You know that was cool. I got it, but it why. almost just felt like a, a number one issue of a spinoff character. Like, oh, check it yeah. out. You, you know, look at this like, character. And, yeah. yeah, and I know why he's got beef with Trandoshans. Trandoshans hunt Wookies. I know that because I didn't I, know that. Yeah. I, honestly, I didn't really care. I just thought he was just but, drunk and just wanted to just beat the shit out of somebody. Yeah, so yeah. it worked for me. You know. Yeah, but I know, but you know, I know I'm I like this shit. I know that Trandoshans hunt Wookies and they got beef with each other, and I, that was cool. It was fun, and I kind of laughed, but. You know, there was really no point to it other than, hey, you want to work for me? When they already had him two episodes earlier. They but already you got to show prisoner. some bad assery of him. If they just they, get him in, they didn't but, do you anything. Know, just, and they could have did that. They already had, you know, they had Black Krasanston captured. They had him prisoner. You know, and all Boba Fett has said, hey, man, I should feed you to my Wookiee. You tried to fucking kill me in my sleep. You know, but out of respect... From our past working relationship, I got a job offer, an offer you can't refuse. The Trandoshans, they owe me some money. Why don't you go collect? You get to keep 10%. And then and go show and him beat ass, and then and he then looks Bla- like Black says, oh, yeah, Trandoshans, I can't stand them. They hunt Wookiees. Fuck yeah, I'll go get your money for them. And then he goes there, rips off their arms. Yeah, I got a message from Boba Fett. Fuck you, pay me. You know, <laughs> you know, it's just a better way that this story can be told. And it's nothing new. It's, you know, it's King of New York. It's Scarface. But you know? you're still enjoying the show. That's I the main am thing. still enjoying the show. Cool. That's the main thing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just, you know, I'm just critiquing. I- I'm critiquing it. You know, constructive criticism, which, you know, doesn't mean I'm hating on it. Doesn't mean I'm it's toxic or I'm just whining. I'm an old fan. It's not my thing. And blah 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 blah. No, I'm I'm you know because of my love for this shit. You know I you know. Well, I think that's the biggest problem with Star Wars fans yeah. in general. Everything is either the greatest thing ever or the worst thing ever. It's binary. It's ones and zeros. There is no middle ground for stuff. So if it's not the greatest, it's the worst. That's, well, yeah, that's it's like it. you can't critique something without, oh, you're hating on it. You're, 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 you're toxic. You're whining. You're complaining. I said, no, I, I got bad love for this shit. So, you know, I got, yeah, I have opinions on it. And that, that's all I'm doing is expressing them. And it doesn't mean that, you know, I'm okay, boomer. And I, you know, maybe Boba Fett was never that cool and blah, 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 blah. And all that bullshit that motherfuckers who don't care about it, who don't got love for Boba Fett are wolfing mm-hmm. all these days now. <laughs> that's what mm-hmm. we got, you know. Um, you know, so well, it was some things in the episode that I got excited for. Like I said, it was a Mando episode, but it wasn't just a Mando episode. They threw in little member berries and Easter egg stuff like that. Also, we got the whole Nam uh Naboo fighter fighter ship, all these prequel Easter eggs. Yeah. I was loving it. Beggars Canyon, even though it was mentioned in the old series, also, but still, Beggars Canyon was there. He went all through it, uh, and caught me off guard. They got a Halo ring world in it. They actually had they were yeah. in Halo. 
Now, I understand that all these older nerds to me want to go, eh, it's from the sci-fi blah, blah, blah ring. I don't give a shit. It's Halo. That's what I give a shit about. It's Halo. Because if you look at Halo, it's, you see in the background, there's the Halo ring world thing. So I don't care about where this shit came from in 1930, whatever. It's Halo. That's what they're referencing. But that's what Star Wars does. Star Wars rips off shit. That's what they always do. Rip off Doom, rip off Samurai movies, rip off Lord of the Rings. Not ripping off Halo. It's cool. That means they're in tune. If, if you're not ripping off shit, you ain't Star Wars. Well, so, everybody rips off everything. Everything's inspired by everything. Yeah, but Star Wars like specifically made for that. George Lucas is like, let me get all this shit I like, put in a blender, boom. Yeah. That's even some Doctor Who shit in you know in Star Wars because that's oh, what yeah. it is. There was, so, I mean, they were filmed on the same sound stages. <laughs> yeah, know? so why not just save money? You know. You know. So, all right. So, guess we done with uh, sure. Boba Fett. Yeah, let's move on. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. We maybe uh, the next episode will will hit harder. But I'm I'm gonna still give you this, Eli. Maybe this one. Uh, yeah, because I know you wanted to talk about this. So I didn't. I don't know. I I, I know you want to talk about a pink Peter Dinklage. Oh shit! Who gives a shit? I don't care. You don't care. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> I, I know you want to give a big thing about. I, it, so I, I guess I thought it was kind of funny, but I don't care. Okay, cool. Let me move on to something. Let me talk about what I want to talk about. CW, Flash. Let me just briefly talk about this because I'm I'm interested in this. Okay, so, <clears throat> excuse me. For those who don't know, Grant Gustin, you know, Barry Allen, the star of The Flash, like that, has signed on for season nine. And but they gave him multiple options, but he only decided to sign on for season nine. And they're going to pay him 200000 an episode. I misspelled that. Don't worry about that. We're going to go past that. I'm going <laughs> to talk and do that at the same time. So my whole thing about this is that, Eli, didn't they just uh, say something about that CW was broke and they didn't have any money for like the last, you know, since 2006, that was the last time they were profitable? So I don't know. <laughs> we may or may not have talked about it in the show, but I read about that. That I, was I like, heard oh, so there wasn't like C- HBO going to buy it or something. That's all I know. They didn't say HBO. They said somebody. Oh, they don't even know who's going to buy it. They're just trying to sell it. So, uh, won't be HBO because actually HBO is trying to sell it because they're with the Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers trying to dump that shit off to somebody else. So, my thing is this if they're doing, if they're paying Grant Gustin 200,000 episodes, which trying to do the math, they say he's not going to be in the whole season, maybe like 15 episodes. That's over a million, right? Pretty sure it's over a million. So at this point, we might have just confirmed that the CW is just some kind of money laundering scheme. Just, you know, wash money because there's no way they should have this much money to pay this guy. You know, so I don't know, Eli. It's it's weird. They're trying to. But I'm thinking it's going to be the last season anyway. Once they get rid of uh, this season nine, it's done anyway. So, yeah. Want to move on? Sure, because I haven't watched Flash in like five years. So Cool. Well, <laughs> when the la- when this next season when it's the last one, you got a chance to get caught up then. <laughs> well, now, you know what? We move on to the video game section. Let's move on to the video game section, right. Eli. Yeah, because the Halo trailer dropped. I know we talked, man, that's the thing that got me excited more than anything else. Now, the Halo trailer got me excited because I knew it was coming, but I didn't know what it was going to look like. I was thinking like, maybe, maybe it'll suck. Maybe it'll be terrible. So when I saw the trailer, I was just like, okay, maybe it'll be good because it because it's going to be on paramount plus and i don't have paramount plus i got everything else but i don't want to spend money on another service just for one show you know but then it came out and eli man it was awesome everything i was expected to see it was there it was like master chief was there the actual actress to play cortana is playing cortana they got all the people in there that you expected to see 
I'm just like, shit, you know, it was awesome. Then you even got uh Bokeem Woodbine in there. I don't know who he's playing. He might be playing Sergeant Johnson. You know, some people may know him as evil Dave Chappelle or Dave Chappelle variant, whatever. But yeah, it's I'm excited for it. So cool. move on. Yeah, can move on past that. Sure. Cool. All right. <laughs> Guess what, Eli? We're now at the comic book section. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you go first. I think you got more books than me. So I'm gonna let Why you do start. I got more books? You're the one who said you had a bunch of shit. I'm not reading all that shit. I've read that shit and I'm like, I'm not reading Peacemaker Peace for All. Fuck that. Oh, that's shit. right. I did read that. Did you? It was free. It was free on DC. It was free on DC Universe. So I was like, yeah. I, I did read it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Well, should I review it real quick? Yeah, it was cool. Three out of five. Garth Ennis writing Peacemaker, basically political punisher. Right I up always, his alley. Yeah, I've always said they pretty much always just make Captain America. If you make Captain America Punisher one guy, that's how they write Peacemaker. So, yeah, same thing. Even though he didn't even show up as Peacemaker. He was just a dude. So it was basically like a Punisher. It was basically Punisher. Yeah, going so, through his life. So, yeah. yeah. Whatever. Yeah. So Garth Ennis writes. Garth Ennis does write, like, army shit or, like, military shit really well. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, you could have made this a Punisher story and nobody would blink eye. Yeah. So, so yeah, yeah, it was fine. All right. Your turn. So, already? Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, so uh, yeah, what do we got here? Damn, I'm, I'm I wasn't ready for that. Hold on, let's see. <laughs> what book should I do first? You know what? Let me do. What am I gonna do first? I'm not gonna do Punisher. I mean, uh, not I mean Peacemaker. No. Uh, should I do Devil's? Let's do Devil's Reign. Let's just knock that shit out. Did Did you read this one? Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right, so yeah, Punisher Devil's Reign. Let's see, we're gonna go with that one. Just talk about it briefly. Basically, everybody's comparing the Civil War, Civil War 2.0 or 3.0, whatever. How many times they've done Civil War? Uh, so we just pick up with that one. And basically, what's going on with the book right now is that Kingpin is trying to find uh, Purple Man's kids, you know, kills great kids, because he realized that he wasn't the one that did it that he raised everybody's memory it was his kids that did it so yeah let's just go past it oh yeah yeah, yeah. ben ben riley got his ass beat doesn't really matter he's not going to matter in a little while anyway uh two of the fantastic four break him out they keep talking about a luke k oh luke cage is running for office and then somebody he's doing why he's doing his campaign speech somebody brings up you know well aren't you a, a criminal also you know and aren't you superpowers gonna outlaw your stuff so you know so basically he kingpin thing is working he's turning people on luke cage They're like he's gonna win this easily no matter how much sense luke cage is making uh that's when kingpin goes out and tries to look for his kids dr octopus has hacked into mr fantastic's you know other world variant shit and he has recruited his own fantastic 14 or let's call them the superior four you got ghost rider hulk and what we but it's dr octopus versions of them you know um let's see what we got we passed that past that find his kids oh they try to hack into they try to go to they try to go they try to go somewhere anyway they get attacked by the superior four get the ass kick and it wasn't just them somebody else shows up also oh yeah then dr octopus shows up and he has his like drones he had from the superior spider-man book and ghost rider yeah didn't stare Tony Stark, he's like, I, I can sense a sinner. And then he hits him. He's like, no, get away from me. Get away from me. So he uh, pen and stares him, takes him out. 
Uh, but it turns out it was not Tony Stark. It was the chameleon. So, yeah. So, basically, uh, Dr. Octopus implanted Tony Stark on their team to run for mayor. But it was really going to be the comedian do it, uh, chameleon. But when uh, Luke Cage did it, he decided to not feel like doing that. So, yeah. And then he sends in his drones he had from Superior Spider-Man run. Uh, they get the ass kicked and oh yeah, this shit right here. Okay, so Foggy Nelson walks back in, see two dudes waiting on him, and they beat him with a crowbar, maybe to death. Who knows? Never talking again. So they may or may not have killed Foggy Nelson, I guess. So I guess I don't know. All right, yeah. We'll give it a rating. Three out of five. I'm kind of losing track on this Devil's Reign stuff. I, I was like, okay, maybe it's gaining steam. It's just like, nah, it's just more Civil War stuff. And plus, it's just setting up uh, Chip Zdarsky's next Dead Everyone he's got coming in, in June. So I'm not as into it as I thought I'd be. That's all. All right. Yeah. Uh, well, since we're doing Marvel, the only Marvel book I'm doing, well, I mean, besides the ones you're doing, mm-hmm. is this Wolverine the X of Wolverine or X deaths of Wolverine. Yeah. I didn't do this one because they didn't give it to me free this time. So the oh, last well, one was a free on Marvel. Yeah. Well, you should have did. You should have read this. Cause this is right up your alley. Cause this ain't about Wolverine. This is like, you know, this, well, is, I mean, like I like Man- Wolverine. this is like the Mando episode. Hey, it's, it's, it's Wolverine. No, I don't read about Moria Mataggart. I don't... <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, that's what it was. It's basically. Yeah, that's Moria Mataggart or Mando. I wouldn't put them in the same category. So yeah. Yeah. So, well, I'm just saying, Oh, I, I came here for Wolverine and there ain't no Wolverine, you know, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> you know, like um, but fuck me for expecting that, right? Right? So, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> so yeah, this is Moria. This like it's the continuation of all the shit you guys like. That's the Krakoa shit. She's on the run. Mystique is after her. Um, she can't oh if she dies now, she's dead. She stays dead. Yeah, because they took her powers. Yeah, they hit her with the forge gun. Um, She's uh, got cancer. Um, This dude, what's this guy's name again? Uh, This drunk guy, he's getting drunk on Krakoa. Black Tom something. Cassidy, that's his name? Yeah, Black Tom Cassidy, yeah. Yeah, anyway, he's getting drunk on Krakoa. There's an earthquake and an egg breaks open. One of those husks or whatever, and it's a wolverine. It kills him. Um, and Moria is being chased by uh, Mystique. Jane Foster saves her at one point because she's at the hospital. And um, the fuck else is happening? Yeah, just yeah, just yeah. Moria's on the run, basically dyeing her hair. Um, and then yeah, uh, then you know, Professor X and uh. What's her name? Ginger Chick. There's so many Jean, Jean Grey. Jean Grey. Yeah, I'll say it. It's, it's comics. There's so many Ginger Chicks. <laughs> Fucking X-Men. <laughs> why, did I, why am I doing this book? <laughs> hey, you, you selling me on it, so. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, they got Wolverine, and they, they got him in, the, you know, the, the, the time trance, you know. But then yeah, they, they see, like they you know, they see there's another world. Wolverine running around. Like, who the fuck is that? If Wolverine's, if Wolverine's here, who the fuck is we got? time traveling shit you know what the fuck's going on and it's a wolverine with like that techno virus warlock shit on his claws 
Uh you, oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. one of the, the evil Wolverines yeah. or I mean I basically show them on the on the cover. Yeah. Okay, so it's like a Wolverine variant or whatever, or, yeah. or a warlock Wolverine or a famous. Yeah, a warlock Wolverine, Wolverine, you know, and that's where it ends. And it's like this is just an an X Men book. It's like they're continuing the the Inferno shit, you know. Except so, Hickman's I, not doing it. So and and like you know, it's like yeah, so. Uh, yeah, you're right. It sounds like a Mando episode. Yeah. Yeah, it was just like, just... yeah. He well, he came for Wolverine and you you, you got Mori instead. <laughs> yeah. So basically you saying I should drop this book, basically. <laughs> well, I just thought, no, it sounds like shit you guys would like, like you would like, you know. But I, I was just here to watch, you know, Wolverine go through time killing, you know, different versions of fucking, you know, Omega Red, you know, chasing Charles Xavier through time. That's what I was thought I was reading. And this is like, damn, this is more of that, you know, House of X shit that we, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that I stopped reading like a year or two ago. <laughs> yeah, so, I, w- I was hoping you'd sell me on this. It didn't. So, <laughs> well, uh, well, yeah, I mean, if you gave a shit, I don't know. Well, yeah, I kind of, I, I, I kind of a little bit gave a shit, but not really. It's, you know, it's, it's, so. it's more, it's, it's more, it's basically the continuation of Inferno, right? That's that last book that we read. The yeah, the last good one, yeah. But yeah, like I said, Hickman's like, not here, so they kind of yeah. just doing whatever. It's just a continuation of that shit, you know? Yeah. So. so, all right. So, yeah, we'll move on past that. Uh, Next one I'm going to do is Black Panther. Technically, number they say it's number three, but it's technically 200. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I guess 200 is a better way to sell it, you know, uh, than just saying it's Black Panther number three. But I guess, you know, it's whatever. Still finishing off from the last book where we were. So this one is, yeah, we're going to start from there. So basically, like the same, we got those guys. They still haven't named who those guys are. They just keep saying the same shit. We will die for this or we will kill. And you got Black Panther and his and his sidekick chick. I can't remember her name. Oh, she gets shot in the arm. She's like, the child rescue me. So she does some shit where she does like a flip kick. Uh, And then, yeah, she kick him and then T'Challa does his Oh no, the child flips it over to her, and then she's got like this bomb and she evaporates it like that. So they kill everybody, even though Shiri told them specifically to bring at least one of them back. You know, she doesn't. So anyway, the child is just like, look, whatever we're doing, they are on our ass the whole time. We have to do something. So what we need to do is we need to get off the grid. She's like, Where are you gonna go? You're gonna go to Milwaukee? No, further than that. Idaho? No, further than that. Hawaii? No. We're gonna go to Mars. Like, what the hell's in Mars? Uh, I gotta go see somebody. Like, okay, so she just hops in the uh, plane and they just go to Mars. Something. Wakanda shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Shuri yells at T'Challa for not bringing anybody back and where the hell you going to Mars? We got shit. We got Wakanda shit to handle, you know, basically. So they go to Wakanda and when they get there, the his sidekick chick is shocked that there's so much, you know, grass and, you know, actually vegetation in Mars. She's like, I thought Mars was like a dead planet. Like the mutants came over here and kind of uh renovated everything and they run mars now so it's them so let's go see the leader of mars who is storm so his ex-wife is there so she's like oh that's why you're here so you got storm you got gambit you got gentle who's a wakandan and you got rogue you know and basically they came here rogue and gambit came here like oh because they don't like the child basically they were like you're gonna do some fuckery again some bullshit you know uh maybe divorce her again and then gentle all of a sudden has an issue with with uh T'Challa. He's just like, you ran me out of Wakanda, even though I helped you out with that whole killmonger thing. 
everybody in Wakanda hates me because I'm a mutant and we got this war going on. Uh, and yeah, and then he just grows big and just swings on T'Challa, <laughs> you know, knocks him out. So they get into like this big fight and shit like that. Uh, yeah, and Gentle's like a mutant who can basically get big and shit like that, you know. Uh, even though he's Wakanda, he says he hates Wakanda. And so Storm tells him, calm down, don't kill my ex-husband, go somewhere and relax, you know. Uh, so they all leave, you know. Everybody looks at the weird, like, why the hell Gentle just flips out like that? His name is Gentle. He doesn't attack people like that, you know. So basically, T'Challa and Storm, T'Challa just tells Storm everything that's going on. Uh, I got sleepers all over the country. Uh, these assassins are coming to kill him. So I got to hide out, basically. You know, she's like, well, you can stay here as long as you want to. And a kiss, you know. And she leaves. And when she leaves, Gentle shows up. And it turns out uh, Gentle apologizes for the attack earlier. He was like, you know, I'd never harm you, my king. Uh, he was like, well, that's cool, Gentle, but I got to pull you out. So it turns out Gentle is one of the sleeper agents. That's why he came to Mars. He tell him the sleeper agent program is over with. You got to get out of here. He was like, I can't leave. You know, I got to stay here. He was like, well, that's cool, but the program's over. So, and that's it. Oh, but there's another thing. There's a, another thing that people are freaking out over this book because they introduced a new Wakandan hero. I'll just show you what it looks like. His name is Toshin, Tosin, I guess. So, what are his powers? Yeah. yeah, we don't really know what his powers are. So he's got super speed and he's got vibranium tattoos and he can basically do what the child can do but he don't need a suit to do it he can just do it i think that may or may not be his powers but yeah and he may or may not be a hero or may or may not be a villain so yeah that's the thing uh i think i'm tripping about that like this book is not selling people keep talking about what book is not selling what book's not selling this is like number 30th for this week so you know i don't know and and the 200th uh and, and nobody or, right and nobody or cares. whatever yeah, it's yeah. a legacy issue, but I guess nobody cares, so it's like whatever. All right, so uh yeah, what you got next? Um ba 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 Superman 78. Cool. Last uh, issue. Ha- well, yesterday happy birthday, happy 92nd birthday to Gene Hackman, so. Oh, that's right. That motherfucker's old. Yeah. Yeah, he's old as shit, like still going. So. Um so this is the last episode of or last issue. Of Superman seventy eight, it's basically a sh- the, the unofficial third movie of a, of the Donnerverse, the yeah. Donner Superman movies. We have, you know, Brainiac came down, sh- sh- uh, you know, um, basically trying to shrink Metropolis, got it float in the air, and then Superman goes up and kicks his ass, and then um, kicks his ass. So then, so then, uh, fucks up brainiac's power shit so now the metropolis is falling like the city is falling from the sky and superman got to go fly down and pick it up and lay it down gently uh, and, um, and that's what happened and then the end superman saves the day you know and uh dun, 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 you know that's it final episode so final issue you didn't you're not gonna announce the other thing that happened in the book what happened in the book the goonies Oh yeah, yeah. There was a little yeah. panel with the Goonies. Yeah, on. yeah, a little little Easter egg with the Goonies. Yeah, yeah. yeah cool. The Goonies were in the book, um, but yeah, it was it was a fun it was a fun book. You know, just a, a throwback to the old Donnerverse. You know, it was fun. So yeah, four out of five. It's done. It's cool. Cool. All right. So yeah, next book I'm going to do is and this was a weird one. I don't know why this was. Well, 
I know why. <laughs> uh, yeah, Mary Jane and Black Cat, number one. It was a one-shot. It's just a one-shot, and it's tied into that, not the Devil's Reign shit, but the Beyond shit or whatever. So, yeah, base what's going on with this one. Uh, yeah, Black Cat is going to see Peter. She hadn't seen him while he's been in the hospital, you know, because he got fucked up by the UFOs, you know, some Hulk villains. And when she walks in there, she sees Mary Jane and also Parker Robbins, a.k.a. The Hood. He's a Brian Michael Bendis Avengers bad guy that's supposed to have magic powers with his hood, but his hood got stolen uh, by Hawkeye, I guess. I don't know. Anyway, he's threatening both of them. He's threatening everybody in the room, saying, Black Cat, you're the best thief in the world. I want you to get my hood back. And if you don't, I'm going to shoot this dude in the hospital. He's there. He don't know who he is. He don't know who's Pete Parker. But he knows he's important to Black Cassie. Like, I'm going to shoot this guy. And I'm going to shoot this somewhat successful actress, Mary Jane Watson. Because, you know, Mary Jane is is uh, famous in this one. She was like, okay. Uh, but Black Cat's like, look, I could, but I need the girl. She's part of my crew. She, she needs to help me to get out of here. So you're like, what? Yeah. If I don't, if you don't, if she don't come with me, I can't get the job done. She's like, okay, cool. She can go, but I still got this, this dude knocked out. If you don't come back. By sundown, by sun up, I'm gonna shoot this guy, which gives them like eight hours to get the shit done. The eight hours to find this thing. So they leave. While they leave, uh Mary Jane's just like, okay, so where are we going? She's like, you're not coming with me. I just got I just said to get you out the room because Peter would be pissed if I left you in the room like that. She's like, No, you need my plan. I'm coming with you. She's like, Okay, fine. You can come. So what they do is first thing they do, they try to track down what's the last time the hood that he was looking for, and it was found by Count nefaria leader leader of the magia he's basically doing like a drive-in theater thing like that black hat shows up he's like i need your help you help hawkeye take down the hood i need you to help me too well hawkeye had three million dollars you got three million dollars i can't by the end of the week well hit me back when you got it at the end of the week so she realized it's not going so right before she gets ready to do something she regrets mary jane shows up turns out he's a big fan of mary jane and her movies because she was in a movie with Leonardo DiCaprio was somebody on that same level. So he tells her everything. So she was able to get through and they sit down and talk. Uh, basically find out all the information they need and they just go through the underworld just tearing up shit, just beating up dudes. Mary Jane is getting cool with some of them. Black Cat's beating up some of them. And then they realize where the hood is actually at. They got two more hours left and they realize that it's in Tombstone's place. And they were like, Tombstone, we can't get around it. We can't beat him up. Uh, he knows we're coming. So I don't know how we're going to get in it. The only way we can do it is just steal it. She was like, Mary Jane, like, I got a plan. So while Tombstone is getting ready, knowing they're coming, sharpening up his sword and stuff like that, uh, you know, scroll the building, breaks in, steals the bag that's got the hood, like the demon hood in it. Tombstone shows up ready to take everybody out. Uh, but she's like, but then he turns around and it's another black cat behind him. Darcy's got the bag. She's like, what the hell's going on? Of course, you know what's going on. Mary Jane uh, was pretending to be Black Cat. That's how they were able to get the drop on him. So while he was looking at one Black Cat, the other Black Cat got it. That was it, you know. And so, and it's like some kind of demon bag or whatever. So they go back to the hospital. They got 90 Six minutes demon left. bag. Yeah, it's like a, a monster bag that ate the hood, you know. So what they did is that they, they talked to the bag or something. And he was like, I want, before I give it, I want Gryffindor. <laughs> right. <laughs> so Black Cat and Mary Jane walk back into the hospital room, but Black Cat is wearing the hood. You know, he was like, you can't wear that. That's mine. He's like, well, fine. You can have it. 
so she gives it back to him but the thing is the it was a setup it's really that monster bag and the monster bag drags him to hell or whatever you know because i guess because the bag got a taste of the hood he wants a piece of the owner also so he drags him to hell or whatever and that's it the hood is gone you know that was it so and they still got the bag the bag's just there caroline right so they just like so and she's like i can't believe peter slipped through all that she was like oh yeah well, well we and captain america put him through yeah he's gonna sleep through that whole thing uh so peter wakes up and sees you know mary jane and black cat both in you know black cat outfits you're like oh okay oh it's that dream again be gentle you know they just look at him and shit like that you know so then i guess that they had the threesome you know they go back up to the hospital uh, top of the hospital roof uh and basically you know they basically uh mary jane and black cat are actually cool with each other now and then black cat tells you know some stuff and she like yeah i understand what i am my peter role to peter is that i'm just the bad girl i'm just the girl he has fun with until something better comes along you know just a distraction you know but i was never really the girl the perfect girl for him it's hard measuring up to being measuring up to the good girl you know and that's when mary jane laughs at her saying like yeah you're funny and she's like what you laughing at the reason i'm laughing at you because i was i was the original bad girl in peter's life i was the fun one i was the dangerous one i was the one that just you know partied all the time and i had to measure up to the good girl who was gwen stacy matter of fact i'm still measuring up to her because she, she was the perfect girl and how are you gonna measure up to a dead girl you know so they basically meet on each other you know they basically you know oh and they stick out the monster bag with them who, who, who wrote this uh <laughs> jed mckay jed mckay wrote this yeah so and he- i it, everybody is kind of wanting him to be the new spider-man guy because right now they don't have a spider-man guy they just got just guys just writing so because nick spencer left so yeah like i said i enjoyed this story it was just a fun story just you know just whatever so all right so uh what, what you got next just the indie shit um okay uh the cold dead war number four Cool. By Heavy Metal Comics. This was written by uh, George C. Romero, which who is George Romero's son, Night of the Living Dead director, the zombie movie director. Nice. Um, and it's just, uh, it's basically heavy, the, you know, based on the heavy metal segment, the movie Heavy Metal, there's the B1 bomber segment about the World War II bomber that crashes on the island of zombies, these soldier zombies. And this, um, this book is just about this guy who's got a, a squad of zombie soldiers and they go down to South America to uh, take out a bunch of Nazis who've been hiding out down there and scheming, uh, plotting to bomb the U.S. again. And this is the final issue um, where they, you know, have the big fight, you know, with the super big giant super soldier Frankenstein um monsters that the nazis are creating they the nazis created these like frankenstein super soldiers so there's a battle with them you know uh we go on the ship and you know take out the ship that has all the nuclear bombs and you know there's an beginning of the book they were infiltrating this like gala to gain information they kind of crammed it all i think this book should have had at least one or two more like one at least one more issue because they kind of crammed everything into this last issue so um, so it's done also yeah and this is only the issue four and we the last issue came out 
like sometimes last year. It's been at least six months. It's been a while. I like totally forgot about this book. You know, and, oh shit, I remember that book. <laughs> and then I bought the new issue. It turns out it's the last one, and they just sort of rushed the ending. So kind of disappointed. I still think it's a cool idea. It's got cool art. You know, zombie soldiers fighting Nazi super soldier Frankensteins. You know, pretty cool. Just a little rushed. Um, yeah, three out of five. Cool. Okay. All right. Uh, you know what? I'm going to do another Spider-Man book. I wasn't going to do it, but I'm going to do it now. Okay. Because this is also written by Jed Wills. Uh, I'm sorry. Jed McKay. Jed McKay wrote this. Uh, this is basically what was going on at the same time with the other book. So let me see. This one is what? Spider-Man 87, I think. So, and it's also a, a beyond tie-in. So let's see what we got. Oh, it's frozen again. Get out of there. Hold on. There we go. Okay. So, yeah. So, basically, what this book is, is that Peter has woken out of his coma. He's out of his coma now. He's back. Kind of. He's kind of back. But the thing is, is that he's not fully 100% back yet. So, basically, you got Black Cat and Captain America. Black Cat recruits Captain America like, look, we need to get him back into shape. We need to get him up and running. You know? Uh, and basically, look at all these. Yeah, basically, back to are like, why are these people all are staring at me? They never seen a beautiful woman eat wings before. They're like, never seen a beautiful woman eat that many wings before. And that's why everybody's staring at you, you know. Uh, so basically, they go and get Peter ready, but they won't give him the Spider Man costume. The reason he can't get the Spider Man costume is because uh, it's still under you know under ownership from the Beyond Corporation. So he's not even allowed legally to wear the costume. So you can't, oh, we go to Ben Riley. I don't give a shit about Ben Riley. Uh, we go back to Peter and basically kind of like the old amazing bag man they had like back in the Secret War thing, but he's just wearing a bag with his head, just swinging and shit. Uh, but he sucks at swinging like black. He can't catch Black Cat, even though Black Cat has no powers, you know. So she's like, yeah, you suck. Something's something right here. He can't catch it when he falls. And, and basically you can, it's like day four. They're basically doing like a whole Rocky montage, you know. Uh, Oh, yeah. This panel right here. This is shit that came here. I, I never understood why Black Cat, all of her comics are so popular and sell so well. And I realized this is the reason. You uh, never knew that? I didn't know that. <laughs> this is the reason. This is the reason why. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah. So that's why it's number five on the uh, top reading thing. And she was number one in 2002 or whatever like that. Anyway, back to the comic. She's like, you suck. You got to get better at being Spider-Man. And you get to, if you get better, then we'll give you your suit back. Some more beyond shit. Don't care. Uh, then we go back to Captain America. Basically, you know, training him. And he was like, do your best. You can't hurt me. The fourth right couldn't hurt me. You can't hurt me. And Peter's trying to get him. And basically, he's like, like, you don't have to pull your punches. You can swing at me hard as you want to. He's like, no, I'm coming at you as hard as I can, Cap this is strong as I am right now. They're like, uh Oh, well, that's not good. You know? So basically Peter isn't as strong as he was, his strength is down. So now we can go back to the, to the beyond shit with Ben Riley. And they basically did like a test on him right now. And they basically asked him, who's all your bad guys. He names all the bad guys, Hive Goblin, Rhino, blah, blah, stuff like that. Cool. We're going to put you back in the field. Cause you know what they say about what great power. He was like, what, what do they say? What comes after what great power? So something, is wrong if he don't know the end of with great power so and he got the amazing bag man back and i'm trying to think what happens he i don't think anything happens at this 
oh yeah mary, mary jane shows up after her black cat thing she like black cat told to keep the outfit and she meets somebody i don't know who this is dun, 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 to be continued i guess i don't know so head. another redhead yeah like i said it's comics so <laughs> another ginger she's somebody but i don't know so like i said just fun but yeah they probably need to put jim mckay on these spider-man books just to get like a level you know continuity when it, right now he's just kind of all over the place because just everybody in their mom is writing these books so yeah but it probably be, what no they got another guy zeb wells zeb wells is writing this shit in, in april with uh what's they do john ramita well, well Zeb Wells reading. was doing Hellions, right? He was doing Hellions, but they canceled that, so now they put him on Spider-Man. And he's gonna be doing it with John Romita Jr. So yeah, that's gonna <laughs> be a, a pain in the ass. So all right, so yeah, what, what you got? Uh uh Army of Darkness, nineteen seventy nine, the last issue, number five, is it? Cool. Let's see. Um, so this is just goofy Army of Darkness shit. Ash has been sucked into a time warp back to the 70s new york the bronx the street gangs um like kind of like the wars basically the warriors meets evil dead a street gang known as the warlocks got their hand on the necronomicon and been turning everybody into deadites ash teams up with the rival street gangs spent this you know the series uniting all the gangs you know into one giant gang could run this city you know, can you dig it? You know, <laughs> um, and yeah, this is the last issue. They have the final battle. Yeah, it's a um, lot of last issues. Yeah. Um, there's a big, yeah, there's a dude turns a bunch, turns a bunch of people into deadites. There's a big deadite fight. We get to see Ash chopping heads off and blowing motherfuckers up with his boomstick. And, um, but they don't kill the villains at the end. They just said, you're out of town. You got to leave. And they do. I'm like, that's kind of lame. You know, hmm. goddamn teen rating. So, and that's about it. And then um, Ash goes back to uh, his, his normal time. Uh, so, it's all right. I got a little lackluster ending. A um, little light on the gore for an Evil Dead, uh, you know, series. But, you know, it's still a, a fun idea. So, three out of five. I guess all these books are ending because technically January is like the last quarter, well, last part of the quarter. So I guess they're starting new stuff for the new quarter because I don't know. It's just funny. Like every book he did, that's the last issue. So I don't know. Yeah. And this is, I think it's been a month or two since the last issue of this. So, yeah. you know, worker shortage or I don't know, printing shortage. I don't know what's going on. But yeah. It, it's, it's above our pay grade. So <laughs> let's see. So, okay. I think. I... Yeah, I'm not doing any book. I got one more book. I got one more book and I'm done. You I, you booked out, aren't you? I am. Okay. I even I, I even did that extra one, the fucking peacemaker. peacemaker. Yeah. <laughs> we're not we're not gonna count that one. It's <laughs> it's free. Anybody want to read it? It's up there. Uh, but yeah, the last book I'm going to do is Static Number Five. Uh, I actually really like this one. I really, I really like this, one. even though I really wasn't digging Static up until this. You know, I didn't want to admit that, but I'll go admit it now. Wasn't digging it before then, but this book actually was digging. So let's just jump into it. I think this the second one before this book ends. Because I think all the milestone books are going like uh issue six, and then that's it. Season two or whatever. Fuck. Yeah, season two. So this is gonna be the end of season one, you know. Uh so based on how the book starts off, it picks up where the last book left off, where you got Francis, aka Firehead or Hot Boy, whatever his name is, 
uh basically he like burned static live so static is just on fire right now you know you ain't shit stay your ass on the ground that's what he's saying uh but then static stands up you like you're like well, i thought he was dead so he stands up now his sister in the last book you know gave him some some candy bars that he used in an emergency if his energy gets depleted so it'll you know, build stuff up you know of course but he's gonna crash after a while but so he eats the candy bar you know and then he heals you know now does he heal he like he goes super saiyan so I like mm-hmm. I didn't know that was a power static even had but yeah so he goes super saiyan 2 stands up fully healed he like that's all you got you hit me with your best fire <clears throat> so yeah so after that France like okay well round two let's go you know and so inside you got the Scooby gang or whatever static calls his guys they rescuing everybody going back to the fight hot streak is blasting them got his hands on them uh he was like don't touch the coat Oh, one more thing I forgot to show you. Uh, notice he doesn't have his hat on. His Malcolm X hat is in the background on fire. So that's where the hat is. That's why you his dress is just levitating like Captain Marvel and shit, you know. Uh, is, that, is that symbolism, the Malcolm X on fire hat? I want to say no, because like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't, maybe maybe it's going to be his new look. Maybe that is going to be a look. They're trying to transition to what it was now, so. Because it would have been the fire boy who who burned it, right? That is true. Yeah, so I I guess you can say symbolism in that, but you know. Uh, but anyway, while Static goes in there, the the building doesn't have any power, so he's like searching for power. He finds the generator, takes all the power from the generator that's out there, juices himself up just enough, and traps Hot Boy in all the cables in there, and just traps him. So he's done. Fireboy's out of there. So uh, he goes in there to try to freeze all the bang babies. Uh, honestly, I think I'm just cut the end. Yeah, it's <laughs> some other bullshit. It's some other bullshit that happens, but I don't really care. The ending is what matters. He frees all the bang babies. Uh, they got some shit that's on them, like some stuff that's taking away their powers. So he deactivates their power. I mean, he deactivates the thing. Oh, he, he frees as in freedom. <laughs> yeah like i said he's in a prison not, not, yeah. not mr freeze freezes right <laughs> i was like he, he can freeze now okay <laughs> yeah well not freeze but yeah free like, freeze freeze yeah, you, not freeze you're free now you're all free now yeah okay so but here's the thing he frees everybody well uh liberates everybody lets them go <laughs> lets them go yeah but the thing Unchains is them yes right but a couple of the bang babies like wait a minute static i know you got plans you're gonna burn this place down to the ground and get all the information stuff like that but here's the thing the guys that put us in here they paid us good money to make sure you don't leave so yeah so about six bang babies in there were actually hired or placed there planted there to stop static from uh doing anything so yeah that's that's the book so it was, it was a trap the whole thing was a trap it's a trap yeah so yeah that's all i got like i said out of all the static books that was my favorite static book because it was just just action none of that talky talky symbolism no just fighting from beginning to end that was it some other shit happened talky talky in between i didn't give a shit didn't care but it got to it basically got to the point you know and it's building towards the the sixth issue was going to be the last of season one so yeah uh like i said you booked out i'm booked out we pretty much we had like a ton of topics but we ran through them pretty fast so that was cool uh if you like this uh if you listen this long different like share subscribe we have other podcasts we have this geeks and comics and i think that's it so yeah uh if we have other ones just take a look and, and look at it from there 
Uh, don't know what's happening next week. But we'll kind of go from there. But anything else you got to add, Eli? Or? I don't believe anything. No. Cool. All right. Well, until then, this is Leroy. This is Eli. We'll talk to you guys next week. Same bullet time, same bullet channel. Yeah. Tanner talk for and that shit mean a lot to me. You know, this shit don't feel as good as it looks. I'm going to keep it real with you. I'm straight, though. Shit made me what I am today, niggas. Nah, I went so hard for this shit. I deserve this shit, niggas. Ah. But you coming, nigga? This ain't my story about rags to riches. More about how I mastered physics. In a game, I used to train like Rocky, catching chickens. I was nice, but they was right when they told me that rapper business. I had 10 bands in my stash when I passed over half a million. Come easy, no good. Don't be surprised I'll last these niggas. It's like they put out a smash, then they gone in a flash a minute. And then they make tracks and distance like that's gonna add up the digits. They showing fake racks and pictures like that's gonna attract the pictures. That was really me, nigga. I ain't have to act and conflict it. Only difference is I'm living. And I would've whacked one of them niggas who knew that after drug dealing, I still be casual, spending mil plus annual income. So here's my manual, then some. And this Esau shit stealing me, my ability to turn words to imagery. Probably the reason they gon' remember me. Figure we walk this tightrope with a feline's agility. The streets did so much shit to me, I could never live civilly i can never leave a scene without checking my mirrors visually <laughs> come with that energy cause some shit gonna always stick with me they want to know what i brought to griselda i say validity they asking what work that niggas put in i'm like what didn't we problems then i correct through the obstacles i progress illogical for them to feel they responsible for our success besides kind of west tell me who else i gotta respect because i'm kind of perplexed it's about time that i got my respect it's the butcher nigga let's go about time that I got my respect, it's the butcher, nigga. Yeah. Cold fucking world. Griselda shit, you know what I mean? Griselda, Griselda, You know what it is, nigga. When I show up. On the night I was born, the rain was pouring, God was crying, lightning struck, power outage, sparks was flying, the real ones here, the young boy that walked with lions, around the outlines of chalk where the corpse is lying, of course I'm trying to revive a sport that's dying, but the guns and the drug bars that y'all are lying, got these nerves thinking that you niggas hard as iron, but that just mean I ain't as comfortable as y'all with lying, stretching the truth, no I never stress in the booth, they feel the pressure me, I feel like I just left them a masseuse Effortless, how I'm skating on these records is proof I put your favorite rapper neck in the noose Never letting them loose Cold world, the heater blast of your speaker He the last of Mohicans, no weakness last in my sneakers Nigga want me on the song, he gon' see the wrath of the reaper I'm probably gon' go to hell if Jesus asked for a feature I'm higher than niggas, it don't need a bag full of reefer Some see the glass is empty, I see a glass full of ether Collecting his bread and mass like he a Catholic preacher Just to count a nigga cash, you might need a calculus teacher Eureka, Einstein on the brink of the theory of relativity Really, no MC equal Feel me, coping be lethal Crip like an old MTV show uh, On God, the best rapper alive Headshot, not going ass The best rappers that died They tell you he never lied, nigga yeah. Tanner talk